hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 452. And today, what we're going to be doing is diving into a live hot seat. In person, we actually did a hot seat where we were going through someone's business and going through how to grow and scale their brand to seven figures and beyond in a very, very crazy niche. And you're gonna hear the actual products, the niche, the market that we're talking about, everything inside of this hot seat. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear this. Now, let me just say that uh, this all kind of happened because Aaron, who you're gonna be hearing from, who actually owns the brand, him and his wife, uh, they actually reached out to me and uh, found the podcast and asked if uh, if I'd give them some pointers or some you know some tips by looking at their product. Totally letting me see inside their business as much as logging into their account kind of stuff. All right, and the reason why I decided to do this was because I see a huge potential. Now I don't have the skill set that they do, and you're going to hear on this on this hot seat why I'm so excited because they have so many different opportunities. And the cool thing about it is you kind of get to hear us talk about this on the fly. So if you've ever wondered like what it's like to kind of like sit down and just deep dive into business and just start brainstorming, you're going to hear that. So it's kind of like a brainstorming session, but also we give them, I say we, it's me and Chris and actually Joel Bauer was there as well. It was Aaron and his wife. And, uh, and we just, we opened up the laptop and we just dove in and I recorded the entire thing. That's what you're going to be hearing. Now, let me just say, you are going to hear some background noise, uh, some music playing. We were in a hotel. We tried finding a place that we could record that was quiet. It was kind of hard. So we just settled on one area. It's not that bad, but I just want to let you know, I am aware of it. And, uh, I did my best to, uh, to clean it up a little bit, but you'll hear us talking. You'll hear a little bit of that background noise, but just pay attention to what we're talking about. This is really, really important for you to understand that this is the process. This is what it looks like when I sit down or Chris sits down and we start deep diving into someone's business. Now, it doesn't always work out that you, you dig into someone's business and you see all this opportunity there. Sometimes you have to create it. But I seen so much that they actually left with an action plan, but also like a lot of things they could do in the future. And you're going to hear why I'm so excited about it. And you're going to probably hear more from us because we decided to kind of open this up to an ongoing thing so we can kind of give them a few things to do, have them go tweak it, and then come back and kind of report in. And then we're going to actually behind the scenes a little bit, help them grow and build their business. Now, obviously they're going to have to do their work and, uh, and they're going to have to do what we're, what we're kind of suggesting that they do. And they've already started doing that since this hot seat. So the few things that we go over just to kind of give you a heads up, we, we talk about discovering new keywords because they're going after this really broad or not even broad, this main keyword that is for another product in a sense or another search that might not even be something that they're going to be able to rank for. So instead of just worrying about that, we went into deep diving other other keywords and other uh, other things that people could be searching for that could lead them to their products. We talk about niching down your target audience. We talk about creating valuable content to attract your audience. We talk about Facebook Live and how to do these in a way that gives people value, keeps them coming back, but also gives them ideas for new products. We also talk about podcasting a little bit. Actually, Aaron started a podcast to really get in front of people that were experts in his in his market, and you're going to hear what that market is here soon. But how he can leverage those experts and giving uh, you know giving that audience more of what uh, you know what they need 
that he might not even know. So started that podcast. He kind of let it go and I kind of got him fired up again to get that started again. So we'll see what happens there. But Lots of stuff that we talked about. That's just scratching the surface there. Uh, but there's a lot that we deep dive in. You're going to learn a ton. And you're probably going to want to maybe make a note on this one to go back and listen to again because uh, there's a lot of valuable information here. The show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 452. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 452. So I'm going to stop talking now so you can enjoy this live hot seat that we did in person in a hotel lobby. And uh, it goes on for about uh, 45 to 50 minutes, but uh, we totally deep dive and we kind of, uh, we geeked out a little bit here in some areas. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this live hot seat. All right, so today what we're going to be doing is a uh, hot seat session live in person. So I apologize if you hear this disco music we got going on in the back or whatever's playing up here in the speaker. We literally, we literally walked around the hotel about three times on three different floors to try to find a spot, and we just gave up. So what we're going to do here today is we're going to do an actual hot seat um, live. We generally do them live if we're at an event, but this is actually we're actually meeting, and uh, we actually had a TAS meetup last night. Aaron came and um, he actually emailed me a few times and uh, we were going to do a hot seat on the podcast just kind of like uh, like we normally do but because you're here we decided let's do it together live looking over the shoulder the other cool thing is Aaron is willing to share his products with us and his brand and uh, what's really cool about that and I'm excited is uh, he's got a huge potential he's got all the pieces to build a really big brand successful brand in my opinion and uh, I'm excited to kind of give my, my, I guess my tips and advice and kind of like what I would do to build this out. And I want to really kind of share this. And we have applause going on for Aaron. Yes. Aaron, you hear him? Woo. They're, they're applauding it. for you way up on the third floor. I hear it. <laughs> so Aaron, why don't you give us a little bit of the background story really quickly. And then what we'll do is dig right into your main issue right now. And then what I'd like to do is just really dig into the overall thing. Like we talked last night a lot about mm-hmm. it, but I want to go over that again and um, and really kind of give you my, I guess my strategy moving forward that I would do and that Chris would do. And there they go again. Awesome. They are excited they to hear are this. They so excited. <laughs> me too. Me too. Awesome. All right. So go ahead, Aaron. Yeah. So my name is Aaron Jennings. Uh, me and my wife run Jennings Apiaries. It's a beekeeping business that we've had for about five years now. And we make skincare products and honey-based products and teach about bees. Uh, we started selling on Amazon in January. And that's, I mean, okay. that's pretty much where we are. We okay. just launched the product that we're going to talk about today. We just launched it uh, about five weeks ago. How many SKUs? How many SKUs? We have right nine, nine SKUs. Nine right SKUs. Now. Okay. And let me ask you this, though. Let's go before we dig into the hot seat because, I mean, I don't normally do this, but I want to do it because we're right here. Um, what got you into this market? Like what, like where did it start? Bring me back to that really quickly. Cause some people are like, where do you, where does the bee stuff come from? Like, where do you all, you know, just wake up and go, I'm going to make some skin cream right. out of bee stuff, you right. know, out of honey. And you know, so how does that all happen? So I was a massage therapist for 10 years. Oh, okay. And didn't know that. See, yes. learning. so I got super into uh, lotion and skincare and okay. the quality of it, the texture, the ingredients. Okay. And so I kind of started testing on my clients different mixtures. Okay. And the the same mix that we use now as our base okay. for our skincare is what I used on all my massage clients. So okay. it's really light, hypoallergenic, very absorbable, has a good uh, texture to it. It's not greasy. Um, 
Okay. It's really simple. Okay. You know, we like simple, so. Okay. So, okay. So, again, I always like to kind of give people, like, the background because, like, you started as a massage therapist. You mm -hmm. weren't thinking to create your own cream. No. It was just, like, that was I, your thing. Right. And out of, like, almost like a thing that you need or you wanted wasn't in the market. You kind of created it. So, you almost scratched your own itch. Right. And I, so, I started looking in. One of the main ingredients was beeswax. Okay. And then I started looking into beeswax and found out that most of the beekeepers in the U.S. use a lot of chemicals with their bees that it gets into the wax. So, then it gets into the lotion, defeats the purpose of what I was trying to do. Okay. So, I bought one beehive and thought that'll be enough to maintain my little practice and it may be a fun little hobby. The first time I got into bees, I immediately thought, how do I quit massage therapy and start doing beekeeping full-time? Okay. And so then over the course of about four years, I transitioned from full-time massage therapist to full-time beekeeper. Wow. Okay. Beekeeper. Like, again, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's so totally did, random. I was going <laughs> to... That is. Yeah. I love it, though. So where does it... How does it come to where you, I mean, do you have, you have to do your research to say like, okay, what do I need? I need a beehive. Like I wouldn't know what to do with a beehive. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, and I don't want to, I, I just don't want to bore everybody with the, all the details, but I am kind of interested yeah, yeah. about that. Like how, how do you decide, how do you figure that out? Do you, YouTube, do you like, like, how do you figure that stuff out? Read books? Like what's the process to figure that stuff out? So I'm an avid reader. Okay. Uh, learned how, I taught myself how to juggle using books. I've taught myself how to play chess and do different okay. things using books. So okay. as soon as I want to learn about something, I'll go find all the books on it that I can. Okay. And then podcasts were really big for me. Okay. So I listened to a lot of beekeeping podcasts. There's beekeeping podcasts. There are. I, I actually <laughs> have awesome. one. So That's awesome. I actually have one. That is awesome. But um, so yeah, I got into the podcast, started listening. And then just like how you talk about, you just have to take action. Yep. I just jumped in the deep end of the pool killed a lot of bees nice. you know on accident <laughs> just like with the amazon thing, it, it feels very similar to me you know just jump in and you kind of have to like figure it out as you're going because okay. if you wait for the perfect time or you wait till you have all the knowledge mm. you'll never get started mm -hmm. and it won't be the the it depends things mm -hmm. you know you won't have all these different variables in the books mm. so like a common saying among beekeepers is you know i've read all these beekeeping books but mm -hmm. the bees haven't been reading these books too because they're not doing what the book says they're going to oh, do okay so so um so i just kind of jumped in i found uh, some people that were doing it you okay. know i like to find people who are successful and try to model what they're model doing, what they're doing uh, you know? absolutely russell brunson like, yep yep real big into that yep. so uh, so I just found beekeepers. A lot of them didn't keep bees the way I wanted to. Okay. Which actually turned out to be good because it, it showed me, like, I don't want to be this kind of beekeeper. I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. That's a great backstory. And the cool thing is, is that you're willing to share. And yeah. you emailed me and you told me everything about your story. I loved your story. You shared your pictures with, you know, you and your wife doing this whole thing. It's a, you know, husband, wife team too, mm -hmm. right? So that's awesome. I love that. And, um, and you were showing me like all this stuff and I'm like, number one, like you fit the profile. Like you are the guy, right? I mean, you got the beard, you got the tattoos, you got the look, man. Like it totally fit it, you know? And then to tie your story in there, I think is key. Um, what I want to do though today to really kind of give the listeners kind of like a behind the scenes look at like us giving you like some over the shoulder advice. I want to pull up one of your listings. Mm -hmm. People aren't going to be able to see it right now, but we're going to kind of dig into it. What is the one big thing that you, that you want to kind of go over that you want to dig into? And then obviously we'll go into kind of brand building because I think that's your next level thing. Right, right. Um, so kind of give us like what, what's your questions? Right. So uh, one of the biggest I'm having, I don't, I don't have a lot of traffic. 
Okay. Uh, to Amazon. To Amazon. Okay. Right, right. So we also sell retail, physical locations. Whole you were foods. telling me like in Whole Foods yeah, and stuff, Whole right? Whole Foods, okay. regional grocery stores. Um, but the Amazon thing's been a little harder because I can't talk to the customer face to face. If I can talk to somebody, I can get, I can explain to them. Mm-hmm. And it's been hard for me to figure out how to talk to people that that you don't get to see face to face. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, and then the, there's only really one competitor. Okay. And it's a major brand. Okay. And they have trademarked the, their brand name is also the common name. Okay. So the main keyword that I'm shooting for is a trademarked brand name right. on Amazon. And it's just been hard to get higher and higher in the listings. I got gotcha. you. To, to get that organic traffic. I've been running PPC. Right. So. And Okay. So really your thing is traffic. Yeah. Traffic on Amazon. What are we going to do? To get more traffic on Amazon, well, number one, we talked about last night, like building the email list, like doing all that stuff. Haven't even done that yet, right? So that's something we're gonna we're gonna definitely be working on. But organically, just to even get yourself optimized for other keywords that you might not be aware of is, is step number one, right? So identifying those keywords. So Chris Schaefer is here. Um, we're saving his voice a little bit because he's he's <coughs> actually got a little bit of a cough. I'm very tender. He, yeah, and but he's very deep on the on the tone today. So you may even be... Uh, it's going to carry a little bit. I was yeah. going to say, it's going to carry. So, um, Chris, why don't I'll you... I'll just lean back and talk, and then I won't overwhelm everybody. Yeah. Why don't you dig in? So let, let's do that. But I think before we dive into that, I wanted to kind of talk about something. You know, for you, the story really sells the product. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that, like, on the e-commerce side, on the wholesale side. On Amazon, that's really hard. Right. And Joel and I have talked about, and he just wandered away from us here, but we, we've talked about, and you and I have talked about this in the past, like... Amazon is the lowest common denominator. They need to understand what the thing already is. There's not a lot of marketing you can do. So they have to understand the product, they have to be able to get it. And so that's that's something. Now, if you were the only person selling, I would say that might be part of the struggle here. In this case, I don't think it is because you have a competitor who's a little bit more well-known that is doing really well. I mean, they're selling mm-hmm. 900, 1,000 units a month of this product, and it's a little bit seasonal, right, because of where we are in the year. but they're able to do that on Amazon. So there is traffic there. We just have to figure out how to capture it. Yeah, okay. So why don't we talk about the first product that we're looking at here? Um, it's a, uh, well, why don't you describe it? So it's a spicy honey cider. It's a apple cider vinegar, our honey, onions, horseradish, garlic, ginger, turmeric, cayenne, and parsley. Whoa, okay. And so you use that as a daily health tonic. You can take it straight with a shot in the morning. It'll really wake you up. Uh, some people like to dilute it with water or juice. You can use it in any recipe that you would use uh, apple cider vinegar in to kind of punch it up okay. a little bit. Okay. Um, it's really good for helping uh, cut mucus, stop colds, uh, seasonal allergies, naturally. Okay. okay. Anti-inflammatory. It's a good stuff. Okay. Cool. Okay. So that's so that's got a lot of good stuff in it. Yeah. I can I can I can tell. Okay. So that's okay. So now who who right now is like top of mind people that are going to be searching for this because Amazon is a search engine right right so and I know like you said like there's a main brand that's selling a product that's similar but like if, if I'm searching for something how am I going to come across this product right is I guess the first question so if I didn't know about it already right. I'm gonna because I think what you're you're looking at it is like what's the what's the the biggest keyword that people are going to be searching for? And that's like typically like the garlic press, right? Right. We use that, right? So garlic press, people are gonna search for a garlic press. Doesn't matter the brand. But if there's a major brand that is known for their, well, I'll say for guitars, 
I can look for a guitar or I can look for an ESP guitar. Mm -hmm. ESP, I'm not gonna buy anything else other than an ESP because I'm an ESP fan, right? right? Um, so that's what I'm saying. So, But there's other people that are looking for guitars that don't care about ESPs, they just want a good quality made guitar. Mm -hmm. And you're still gonna be able to capture those people, but you're just not gonna go after the, made, the main brand search right. people. Right. So, and I think that's what you have done, is you went after the main, the ESP guitar, we want to go after the person that just wants a nice handcrafted guitar made with, you know, just, you know, better materials and whatnot. Um, so that's where I think we need to focus. So we need to be able to dig in and find other keywords. We call them long tail or just, you know, non-brand name keywords. And I think there's definitely a market for that because mm -hmm. you're in kind of like the natural space. And again, you have other products that, that serve other things. We have a beard stuff, like we have all this other stuff. But right now, if we're talking about this, like, so Chris, what would you say, like first step, what are we gonna do to find other other uh, keywords and things that people are searching for to do that? What's the first step? So there's two things, really. The first one would be, because we have some pay-per-click data, we should probably be pulling up the search terms report, and we'll do that here in just a second. But the other one is, you know, we've been going after, and I wanna ask you this, it sounds like we've been going after the, like the product name. And I'm curious, just looking at your title here, I'm wondering if there's actually an opportunity to go after the product use. Mm -hmm. Because for me, like if I knew what it was, I would search it by name. But the the one step up in the funnel search, right? If, if they're just looking for what this can help them with, they might not know what that is. Right? Exactly. And this is a solution to fighting allergies and colds naturally. Right. Now there's gonna be some other stuff that pops up on Amazon but if you can conquer that, that might even be a better place than going after just the, the other brand who's selling 900 or 1,000. Because then you're, bring, you're actually bringing new traffic into the ecosystem. Right. And it's an opportunity for people to try it and go, yeah, this really helped with my allergies. This really helped with my cold. People who are already searching for honey cider are going to find it. Right. Right? And they're going to know to think and, and search for that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it totally does. And it's like um, honey cider, that could be its own keyword. Right. Right. And that's right. not branded and that's not like, but honey cider, if I'm, my, my wife might've seen an article on a blog or something about like my daughter's got like whatever, like mucus or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. you want to be able to, 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 or allergies or whatever it is. And the, she may search for honey cider. You would be populated if that's what you're dominating, if that's what right. you're going after, but you don't know that hundred percent if that's a search. So Chris, let's, let's figure this out. How would he go and find keywords that are, I've got an idea, but I want to hear your take. What would you do? to find some keywords that are being searched for, not just on Amazon, but just in general, in this space for honey cider. Well, the first thing I would do is not have an internet connection. Uh, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> so people can't see this right now, but we have no internet. Uh, even though it's, connect it's connected even though it's to my connected. hotspot right now. Um, the first thing that I would do, if you if you don't really have an idea, take a look at either Google Auto-Suggest or Amazon Auto-Suggest. We started talking about this yeah. last night. And just start taking some of the things, some of the broader concepts out of your thing. So natural cold. Right, and it's going to be natural cold remedy, natural cold care, natural cold whatever. And you can start to get an idea and a, and a full list of those things, and then you can go somewhere like Google Trends, Merchant Words, uh, any of the places that are going to give you an idea of how popular a keyword is, the Google Keyword Planner, any of those places, and just run that list through and see which ones have the most volume, and then start to shift towards that. The other thing that I would do, because we have Amazon and we can validate some of the sales data, is I would look to find the ones that match. So we're looking for search volume and we're looking for sales volume. Okay, so what I wanna add there is, and it's I think for anyone listening and, and for yourself, Aaron, it's like, and you know this, I'm sure, 
when you go to Amazon, you you type in um, honey and then cider, you're going to see the auto suggest. Right. Those are the ones we want to focus on first. Right. Don't hit enter. Okay. Just just type just, in the word. just type in honey cider A. See what populates. Mm-hmm. Honey cider B. See what happens. You know what okay. I mean? And that's going to give you. You you can do it. I mean, you're going to do it now, Chris. Probably right. Go well, to. I just. I mean. I mean. I pulled up Google. Okay. So here. Google will do the same thing. So we have honey cider or honey honey cider beer, honey cider Austin. Honey cider vinegar, honey cider recipe, honey cider dressing. Honey cider recipe, again, now that's yeah. content. We were talking about that right. last night. So right. I find a little bit of a side tan- uh, tangent here a little bit, but it's like that's content. You can do these like honey cider dressing. And you actually have, you have like a barbecue sauce recipe in the enhanced brand content on your listing. We do. Right? We do. Okay. So and I send it with every bottle. You get a card that has the recipe. Okay. So, okay. And we'll go down that road here in a, in a minute, but... Well, all we're doing is we're having the search engines tell us what are the most popular searches. Those are the ones that even though, even if we pull that up off of Google Planner or Google Trends, it's still letting us know that that's a popular search in a search engine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's going to be on Amazon, but there's a good chance if it's being searched for there, it's probably being searched for on Amazon. But I would do that on both places or any search engine for that matter, or I would use any keyword tool even if you say, well, the data isn't coming from Amazon. I don't care. I just want more ideas. Right. Again, going back to your search term report, that's going to give you actual keywords that have been typed in. Are you targeting honey cider? No. Okay. So that would be first right. step. Right. Broad match, honey cider, and let it start kicking it or let it start pulling in because you're going to now get exposure. You're going to get impressions. You're going to get clicks. And you're going to see if you're going to have a conversion. If you don't have a conversion, that's okay. We can still see. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we just pulled up Google Trends right now. Chris did, and look at the uptick. Like there's a huge, huge uptick. This is this is within the next three weeks last year. Really? So this awesome. is right now, November. Then you look at like December and January. It's a huge spike. This is so the highest the highest search volume ever for honey cider was January 2017. Right. Perfect. So it's which an means you're, you're headed into that season, and you can see like you're towards the bottom of that trend right now, mm-hmm. and it's starting to trend back up already. And you're probably going to see that again in December and January. Just something to keep in mind with that term specifically. Mm-hmm. But you keep an eye on that sales volume in the market. You'll probably see a big swing. And you know why. Because it's seasonal. Seasonal allergies, colds. Right. All of the things that we're talking about are happening right now as demonstrated by my voice. And, and uh, it, <laughs> it, show, it shows you. I mean, it shows you all the way back five years ago. And it's, 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 always, it's upticking the whole time. Right. So you, that's a trend that's growing. Right, so we're, we we just established that we have honey cider is growing now. Honey cider, you could have it like again, it could be used for multiple things. Right. The next step would be like, what's the next thing that is you add something to that? What are the suggestions, Chris, that come up for the planner? No, no, you go back, um, just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see like the suggestions of keywords that is in that Google trend. So we have honey apple cider, mm-hmm. apple cider, cider vinegar, vinegar, apple cider vinegar, right? Uh, related topics, cider, beverage, honey, sweeteners, apple fruit, apple cider, vinegar, vinegar. See what I'm saying? Yep. So we're figuring out there's additional things that we could be adding as one word that could completely change the search. Um, so these are things that number one, I would focus on for pay-per-click and test because then we can kind of start to pull from that data. But then also you can throw some of that stuff in the back end search. Mm-hmm. Um, so this again is kind of like, okay, how can we increase the traffic by just optimizing the listing? That's what we're talking about. Once you optimize the listing, it's not necessarily saying you're going to rank right away. That's where it's going to come into how can we drive sales to Amazon and then Amazon will now see our listing and scrape our listing and now we start to rank. Mm -hmm. That's where the email list comes in. 
You see what I'm saying? Right. But all we're doing right now is we're trying to find these other these other keywords that are not necessarily for your brand that you're competing with. That makes sense? No, yeah, totally. Okay. Any questions so far? Um, one question, <clears throat> excuse me. Does does Google index Amazon? <clears throat> yes. Okay, so yeah. even if even if people aren't necessarily searching on Amazon, mm -hmm. but they are searching on Google, mm -hmm. then I would have a chance for ranking with that. And you have a very good chance of yes. ranking for that, because Amazon is a very high authority site. Even though they're a Google competitor, right. Google wants to show the most relevant search right. result, and they want to give people what they're looking for. And so even without going and getting backlinks and doing all the stuff that you need to do when you're building your own site, Amazon is very high authority, because everyone in the world links to them. And so if that search term exists on Amazon, you're going to be indexed for it. It's just a matter of what other sites have authority around that topic, right? Like a Dr. Axe or somebody like that in the natural health space might rank higher than Amazon, but you're still gonna show up there if that makes sense. Right. And if somebody types in honey cider vinegar drink, you're probably even more likely to show up, right? right. The longer you get into the, the long tail, the longer search terms, the more likely you are to show up for that. So you are gonna see some results in, inside of Google for that. In y'all's opinion, is it worth AdWords? Is it worth trying to drive? Not to Amazon, but Not you have your Amazon. own site and you have some of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so in that case, I would drive it to your site because if you're spending that money, you need to be able to track it. And this is something that people ask us all the time about driving external traffic to Amazon. My, I love external traffic. I love list building. I love AdWords. I spend millions of dollars a year in AdWords, but you can't track how well it converts on Amazon. You just can't. You can use affiliate links and you can do some stuff. And our buddy Jason does a lot of stuff with external traffic and affiliate links, and they have an entire team of people that is dedicated to tracking that. Mm -hmm. On your site, you would know somebody clicked on the ad, somebody bought. Awesome. Gotcha. It cost me two bucks. On Amazon, you can spend $100, and your sales might go up correlation versus causation. We don't know because Amazon doesn't tell us. Right. So, so it's kind of throwing it into a black box. And, and what I would say here is, is like, that's probably one of the things I would say is, is on the list, but it's it's down on the list, gotcha. yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally would do exactly what we're saying here. I'd spend time to drill into what are those what are those keywords. Again, maybe set up a campaign like soon mm -hmm. uh, with Honey Cider yep. as a broad match. Because a broad match, we want to be able to have that be its be the seed that then uh, allows us to be shown for stuff that's related to that. And then we can pull that report and we can say, oh, Honey Cider triggered this search. Oh wow, there's a lot of impressions for that. And then we can start to dial that in. That'd be step number one. Number two would be going through and looking at the suggestions that it's giving us. That would be that. And then the third part of that, even before I would do outside traffic like AdSense and stuff, I would personally start creating that email list and start driving traffic. And I would start creating content. Because that right there is an asset that you're going to you're going to have and that you're going to be able to use to really drive traffic um, to wherever you want. Um, and I think with AdSense, like Chris is saying, it's it's uh, it's really hard to track and it's a beast in itself. Mm -hmm. There's other things you can do to probably work on that and I think brand is going to be top for you because the more you get out there, the more that you incorporate your story or maybe recipes or uh, another way to use this or whatever, you're gonna be able to get people interested and then they're gonna wanna buy your product because it's, it's the solution to something mm -hmm. or you're making it easier for them to understand. Like you even just, uh, really explaining the process or you explaining what's in it and why that's good makes me say, I should probably take a shot of that. Mm -hmm. You know, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so there might be someone like how to get more energy in the morning. I don't know, something as simple as that. And right. then you may pop up and say like, this is what I created 
to give you a boost and your body needs it because of this, 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 and this, and here's why. So there's all different reasons why people are gonna find you, but if you're out there to give the answers to their questions, game over, because now they're gonna just naturally be led to your honey cider. So you start answering those questions on Facebook, to your email list? Anywhere like you can. Anywhere. On, on YouTube, your site. On you your site. You have a Squarespace site mm -hmm. right now. So I'd be creating that content and putting it out anywhere. YouTube is going to be a huge channel for you, I think. Oh, yeah. Because it's the second largest search engine, mm -hmm. right? And I guarantee you, if we go to YouTube and we'll do it here in a minute, again, auto-suggest, right? Yep. What are the things that Google is saying people are asking for? The other place that you can get really great content ideas is your search terms report. Like, we were talking last night about golden tea, mm -hmm. right? Or turmeric tea. Turmeric tea, you're getting clicks on. Right? So actually, anyone... You actually made a sale from turmeric tea, which is yeah. not at all what you're selling. Right. But it is tangentially related. Like, if somebody's into golden tea or turmeric tea, they also... They, they understand that turmeric, which is one of your ingredients, has value. And so they're going to say, oh, it's also in this. They're going to see it as an ad. It's related in their head. They understand what all the benefits are, so they're going to give it a try. Right, and we can create some content around that. So you know, mm -hmm. add this to your turmeric tea or something like that. I just want to let people listening right now know that what what we just did or what Chris just did, he pulled up the search term report inside or your your uh, pay per click report inside of your seller's account. Mm -hmm. And what we basically did is we looked at honey cider, and you can see that we're looking at uh, the the report that came back. And you, by doing that, you identified that uh, you know that that keyword is actually triggering, and it actually made a sale. So to you, that could be like, okay, well, maybe I have to mention that or do a video on that and talk about that because obviously people are searching for it and they're using it for that. Um, that that's pretty awesome. I mean, we just discovered that by going through this report. And again, you're running, you're running the broad as we're, you know, as we're looking at this, and that's triggering the actual your base keyword, but then also what it was actually searched for. Any other thing that you're digging through there, Chris, that you're finding? Well, here's one. I mean, $113 in rev. What is this? So this is your main competitor keyword, right? right? And that's that's converting really well for you. <clears throat> and we know that if you can rank there organically, that you're going to pick up a lot of sales. Yeah. But it's tough to do that because it's a trademark term and we have to be very careful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the ACOS for those has been higher than I wanted, especially whenever I made a manual, uh, yeah. manual campaign. Term of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. So, um, okay, so as Chris is still digging through that report a little bit, um, I want to, I do, I mean, is that cool? You, you pretty much got that? I mean, as oh, far yeah. as like, like there's a lot more you can do here. Like you, you're just scratching the surface. Right. Like you're just going after like really like the you're top. going the top. Yeah. We got to work down right. from that and go after the low hanging fruit, the stuff that's might not get as many searches, but when it, when you do get searched, you're, you're there. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be easier for you to rank for that, and you're not worrying about like violating a you know a copyright or a trademark. Right. Um, what I'd like to do, if you're cool with it, is let's let's now transition into brand building. Yes, um, because I think that's really a huge component <coughs> here. And even by looking at this keyword stuff, this can also give you an idea of what you should be creating content on. Um, so, Chris, when you get a chance, can you pull up YouTube? Because I think what I talked about last night for you was like number one, incorporating your story. And then from there, even showing people the process, mm -hmm. right? So for you, and like you said, you kind of nerd out, geek out about like honey and yeah. bees and all that stuff. And it's kind of interesting. And like, I'm not like, but I'm interested. Like you had me interested and I would watch that video. Obviously you don't want it to be a 25 minute video, right. but for you to shoot this stuff and lead people through that process, let them see how it's made. Let them see the passion that you have for it. That makes people want to buy into your brand. 
So for me, it would be like showing you and your, and your wife and, and like showing like who you are, the story and all that stuff. People are gonna, they're just gonna love that, but they're also going to then uh, wanna kinda continue to go into your content. As you bring people into your content, they're gonna naturally wanna come in and support your brand. You also have, side note here, a product that is replenishable, mm -hmm. which people would love to have, yeah. right? All so, of your stuff. No expiration date, practically. I mean, very long shelf life. Long shelf life, and people are gonna have to buy it again because it's gonna be used up, mm -hmm. right? So you're, you're sit, to me, you're sitting on a honey pot. Wow, look at that. Honey pot. No fishing uh, analogy. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I mean, to me, you're like, you have all the components. We just have to basically start. So, you said you have a podcast. I do. Okay. A beekeeping podcast. A beekeeping. Yep. Who is that market? Just people that are interested in 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 basically doing what you're doing, like homemade, like do-it-yourself stuff? or Right. Or? And, and we don't even touch on, like, products on that. It's all beekeeping. Okay. So, I talk with... Basically, I used the podcast initially to talk to the authors that had really impacted me the most. Oh, to nice. like reach out to them and say, hey, I can get you on Great my idea. podcast. Great idea. And then I asked them a bunch of questions that I wanted to know that yep. I hadn't heard Absolutely. them talk about. And I figured other people wanted to hear it too. I haven't actually done an episode in over six months. I still get emails from people that are like, oh man, loved it. It was great. Uh, like your approach and everything. Okay. It's very stripped down. If anybody listens to it, it's very like okay. bare bones kind of deal. Okay. But, okay. Um, That's okay. So you actually did, which is kind of cool. You actually kind of did that. So that way there you could reach out to the authors of people and say, hey, listen, and you know what? Uh, my good friend, Steve Chu, he basically created his podcast to have guests on so he could get introduced yep. to these people. But now his podcast has grown to where it's a steady stream of traffic for him. But he really does it to make that connection. Say, hey, come on to my podcast. I'd love to kind of dig in. It's almost like you get free coaching in a sense. Yep. Um, kind of like what we're doing here for you right, right now, right? right? So, um, but for you, you're able to now reach out to these people and then also allow people to understand the process that want to know. And then, so your podcast isn't necessarily for people that might want to buy your product, mm -hmm. but all that they could, but it also shows that you are an authority in this space because now you are a podcaster right. in a sense. Right. And I love that. So there's things that we could do there. We won't go 100% into that, but I think your easiest move and the best move right now is YouTube. Instagram, are you in Instagram? Yep. That's actually where we have our strongest following. Okay. Is on Instagram, and I, I would imagine, I would imagine that. So I would do, I would double down on Instagram and I would double down on YouTube. Are you doing any YouTube? No, I, we have like a couple little videos up of like bees walking around or a queen that I thought was really pretty. Okay. Just okay. nerdy stuff, but okay. nothing structured. Okay. I would do that. I would do that for sure. And I, again, I would make it where Number one, it would be the first one would be you describing your story, why you decided to do it. Saying the same story you did, did mm -hmm. to me. I was a massage therapist. There wasn't a product out there that I liked because of this, this, and this. I wanted to have something more natural. I didn't want the chemicals, so I decided to get into this. I did, you know, I got bought my first hive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right? right. And then that it doesn't have to be that long. It could be two minutes, three minutes, whatever it needs to be. Maybe you have your wife on as well. I think people would really, I think they would really like that that it's both of you and mm -hmm. it's kind of like. You know, and you're you're the brand. Um, so I would definitely incorporate that. Then I would do behind the scenes of like, hey guys, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna show you how I actually do this. And then actually take them through that process. And uh, and again, that shows that you're actually really are making it. Right. And you're actually doing this, right. not just saying it. Right. And then people will love that. 
And then from there, you may get questions. Ask people, hey, if you guys got any questions, let me know. And then if you have a question, you can pop back on YouTube and go, hey, I had a question from Aaron, and Aaron wanted to know X, Y, Z. Well, here, I decided to shoot a quick little video and show you exactly why that's important and, uh, and explain it. And all you're doing then is you are answering a question that came in from your, from your community of people that are interested in apple cider or you know honey cider or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And the benefits of it. And then from there, it also sets you up as the authority in the space of you know creating this this brand and, and this product. Um, so that's what I would do. Right. I would and I would on every video I'd be like you know hey this is Aaron from you know whatever X Y Z and uh, I just wanted to uh, just uh, show you guys today how, on how we're going to do this this and this. And oh before we get going, if you guys want to know more about this stuff, just go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Like that's it. Like get subscribers on your YouTube channel because mm -hmm. every every subscriber you get on YouTube right now, um, you're, they're going to get notified pretty much. I mean, there's a double. There's, we can get into that another time. But there's pretty much you're going to be able to then YouTube is going to email them for you mm -hmm. when you go and post a new video. So it's kind of like they're emailing you or emailing your subscribers for you. So to me, your first step was would be like not even on YouTube. Don't drive them away from YouTube. Try to get them to consume more of your information on YouTube. Okay. And that'll help that channel grow. So really the call to action is, you know, hook them with what you're going to teach them real quick, what the thing's going to be about. And then, hey, before uh, before we get into this, do me a favor. If you want to know more about this or if you want to get notified when we do more videos like this, just hit subscribe and you'll get notified. All right, let's dig in and mm -hmm. then go ahead. Um, and I think if you did those videos, you could then you can take them and put them on your blog. You can embed them into your blog, you know, write a content around it. So now you got YouTube traffic. You also get... SEO traffic on Google for people that are searching for how to, uh, you know, whatever. Go ahead, Chris. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but the questions thing is a really cool way to create content. So the first, like, four or five pieces of content, like your keystone content that I would create is your brand story, because I think that's really cool. And if somebody already knows that low-hanging fruit, like if somebody already knows about honey cider, or somebody is already, if somebody already understands, like, the benefits of bees, or honey in whatever, right? It's antibacterial, mm -hmm. whatever that is they're gonna get it and they're gonna see you and you guys will resonate. Like, you and Joel and I nerded out about yeah. this stuff last night. We're your target audience, right? Immediately, if I saw you talking about that, I'd be like, this guy knows what he's talking about. You said the same thing. Yep, yep. We would resonate with that. So I, I would do those like four or five, like here's here's my story, here's how I got started. Here's where the inspiration for each of our products came from. Yeah, then, inspiration is huge. Why I decided to do this. Then you started talking about questions, mm -hmm. Scott, and like getting questions back. There's actually a way to, force that and it's using Google auto suggest and you just type in how do bees and let it populate how do bees make honey yep. how do bees make wax the same thing with your products and that's probably where I would start what are the benefits of apple cider vinegar you just type in you know apple cider vinegar and allergies and see what comes up answer the question type content that right. comes on the back end of that because that's what's really going to drive that traffic if somebody's looking for what are the benefits of honey vinegar? That's going to be your ideal oh, audience. Oh, yeah. Because mm -hmm. they're going to come, they're going to watch your video, they're going to be like, this dude is awesome. Mm -hmm. Look, he has honey vinegar. Mm -hmm. And they're going to go buy it. Right. Right. And then you can start to take that stuff and go one level up in the funnel to the people who are looking for apple cider vinegar. And then you go one level up for the people who are looking for natural cold remedies. Yeah. And you yeah. build up from there rather than building down. Gotcha. Can you pull up YouTube real quick? And then we can kind of dig into the how-tos on there. Um, so what, we, what we're basically going to do here is we're going to go to YouTube and let them tell us. So right here, we just typed in in YouTube, like, honey cider. 
So we have obviously honey cider, and then we have honey cider vinegar, honey cider vinegar drink. That's another one, right? Uh, honey cider vinegar benefits. So yours would be like, what are honey cider vinegar benefits? Right. And you answer it. There's your video. Done. It's one of the top search for questions, right? So that's what you put in your title. In YouTube, your title is going to be your most powerful thing, just like Amazon is, right? right? So we're letting them, what's the honey cider vinegar weight loss? Right. Well, and that, that I think is going to be a huge market for you in terms of content creation is going to be the, the health and wellness space because the people who are really into that are going to understand the detox, the weight mm-hmm. loss, all of the benefits of that outside of the people who are just looking for something to help them with their seasonal allergies or their cold. That is great. That's a different audience. But the people who are going to buy again and again and again and again are the people who are doing it for the health side of it. Right. And so if we can create some of that kind of content, like honey honey and apple cider vinegar detox. Oh, yeah. Honey detox, and apple right? cider vinegar drink. Right. right. These are going to be the people who are like, what is this thing? Yep. What are the benefits of it? That makes sense. And why you don't just want to get just regular old honey cider, why yours is different than just regular honey cider. So technically, if you're making the honey and apple cider vinegar detox, yours is actually going to be a notch up because yours has different ingredients than just honey cider. Right. You see what I'm saying? No, definitely. So for you, like we have a whole list here of like content we can plan out. And then what I would do, so you didn't get overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. is I would take the top ones, I'd make a list, and I would say, all right, once a week, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to create three videos. And they could be five-minute videos. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to upload those you know, like three times a week. Maybe do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or maybe two, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or whatever. And get on a little bit of a schedule there. You're not going to get results overnight. But as you do this, it's constantly going to be kind of out there getting indexed. You're going to start to slowly get some traffic. You might get one that takes off. But then, once you start building the email list, which we talked about with your, your partner too last night, we talked about uh, you know coming up with a bundle, mm-hmm. a giveaway of some kind. And then from there, driving people into an email list to win this prize of, you know, a detox kit maybe because it's around the first of the year and everybody's doing a detox. So you do this whole detox thing, $200 value, and then you have some of your products kind of woven in there. But now, once we have that email list, guess what we do? We drive them over to your YouTube video. Hey guys, just shot a video uh, explaining uh, the whole detox process using honey cider vinegar. Go check it out. That's it. And then we're going to just say in a PS, oh, by the way, if you liked it, do me a favor, share it. We're not asking them to buy a thing, right? but we're driving them to YouTube. What are they gonna do? They're gonna share it. That's gonna get other people that aren't on your list to come back to your YouTube channel, Instagram, any of that stuff. So that's how it works. And a lot of people just look at it like, how do I get the email and how do I get the sale? We're, we're way different than that. Right. And especially for you, you, you have all the components, all of the resources to really build out the content, build the email list, and then drive people to your content to get them really kind of going through it and learning about your business and your brand. And naturally they're gonna come back and buy. And then they're going to tell people, about, oh, what, what do you use? Oh, I use the honey, you know, honey cider vinegar from, you know, this guy. He actually shows, he shows why he did it, all that stuff. It's powerful. Really, really super powerful. So we were talking last night, and I just, I, for, for those of you guys who are on the podcast and can't see what we're doing, I went and I clicked on honey and apple cider vinegar detox. <laughs> you and I were talking last night. You said, one of my concerns with being the face of the brand is, like, anybody can make this. Right? And I said, well, first of all, not everybody has bees in their backyard. Um, I, don't have, I don't have a hive. Everybody should have these in their backyard. <laughs> Let me know if y'all want some. I'll y'all up. But not everybody does, right? I don't and like it, getting stung. If you look at these, like the first few videos that came up is people making the basic version right. of, of the honey cider. It, it's just raw honey and apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. 770,000 views, 383,000 views, 337,000 views, 1.8 million views in less than a year 
2.5 million views. Then we brought up Dr. Axe kind of jokingly earlier, but one point, you know, he shows up down here, 1.3 million views. And this is all the basic version of your drink. And you're like, well, but anybody can make this, but it doesn't have the horseradish, it doesn't have the onion, it doesn't have the other stuff in it. So if I were you, I would come through here, I would see what other people have made in terms of this content, and I would make my spin on that and say, look, you should be drinking this. At the very least, they need to buy honey, which they can also buy from you, right. even if they're not buying the honey. Right, right, right. You know, hey, you know, we have our own honey. You can use whatever, make sure you're using local raw honey, whatever the, the benefits of, mm -hmm. you know, go through that, and you can make this, and anybody can make this at home, and you can just tell them that. Right. Right? And then... But if you really want to kick it up a notch, if you really want to take advantage of all this, you also need to add these things, and here's why. You need to add the horseradish, you need to add the onion, you need to add, what else is it? Turmeric. Ginger, turmeric, garlic. Here's why all of these other things make sense. And then you and I talked last night about a video that's been going around, it's like 10 superfoods that you should buy at Whole Foods, is, yeah. the, is the name of the video. But that's not what it's about. It's a guy walking through Whole Foods, and he's like, you need dragon fruit, and this, and this, and this. And he like checks out at Whole Foods, and it's like $300, right? He's like, or you can buy my powder and it's 30 bucks a month, right? And so it's pretty good. You're saying that's that's a great strategy. You're saying, look, honey costs this much, vinegar, yeah, you, you can go get whatever apple cider mm -hmm. vinegar you like, you can get brags, you can get you know, any of those kind of things, but you also need to get good horseradish. You know, a lot of the horseradish in the grocery store, not organic, spray with pesticide, actually moldy. Ginger is the same way, it's really hard to find good ginger, mm -hmm. and that's something that we went and did. And if you're using moldy ginger, that defeats the entire purpose of using ginger, <laughs> right? right? And so what we did is we really nailed down the supply chain. Like I've talked to all these people. This actually uses our honey so that we know that it has all of the benefits. If you want to get all of the benefits of this stuff, you can go here and get it. If not, let us know how you know the basic version works for you and go from there. Yeah. And I, so you're, you're adding value to their lives, but you're also bringing them back to the brand. And, and, and some people, it was funny, I was talking to someone last night at the meetup and that, oh no, actually, actually it was today, actually this morning I was talking to a finance person and I was telling them about like, because uh, they want to get more local clients, but they, they, uh, they don't want to really put out a podcast or anything because they don't think that that's going to benefit their local business. And I'm like, well, eventually you could then answer their questions and do all that stuff and, and kind of like get people that are wanting to learn finance from, you know, a distance, whatever. But their whole thing was, I don't want to give it away because I'm afraid then they won't, they won't need me. Right. And a lot of people feel like that. And it's the same thing like you're saying, in a sense, you're like, well, I don't want to show people how to make because anybody can make it. But like Chris is saying, yes, but in the same breath, people are going to want to buy from you either the components right to make the homemade or they're going to want yours because you've done all the research and you've actually mixed it and everything is all together i know myself i might look at it and say oh i'll make it once but then i'm like i just want to have it done and i want to have it delivered to me every month or whatever so you're gonna have some people that will make it but there's some people that aren't gonna to want to mm -hmm. so i wouldn't be afraid of that and i think it's going to be a great traffic generator because people that want to make it obviously they're your your ideal market right right so whether they buy this or buy something else they're, they're definitely into the natural side of things and the benefits of of putting that stuff in your body and, which and they'll have a friend that goes well, why are you drinking that yeah. yeah every morning and they're like oh i make it that's a lot of work yeah you know it is a lot of work but I get this honey from this place, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where exactly. you pick that up. And then, like you said, they still have to buy the raw ingredients somewhere. And so they are they are in your ideal audience. And even if they don't buy the honey from you, they might get a tattoo and need the tattoo after. Right. They might, you know, there's there's a lot of other complementary products that you have that use some of the same ingredients. And so by bringing them into your ecosystem in a way that's 
not salesy. You're not like, this is the only way you can consume this stuff. It's here's the things you need and why you need them. We put it in a convenient package for you. That comes across as a lot more genuine, which is a conversation you and I were having last night, is 99.9% of the game when you're trying to build a brand is the reason we're doing this is we're doing this for you. We're doing this for you, right? We're trying to get you the benefits of this. If you want all of it, we're the ones that are crazy and you know obsessed with this because we just enough we know how to, important it is to source all of these things. If you want to go do that on your own, that's fine. I just want to make sure that you're doing what you can do for your health, for your wellness, and for the environment. You know, we want to be good stewards, right? right? We want to do all those things. And here's our mission. If you support that, awesome. Welcome to the family. If not, go. You know, have a great day. Yeah. Did you have any questions on that? So does that make sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> well, it depends, but it, it makes sense. <laughs> no, um, you know, talking about YouTube and everything, I totally choke on the camera. Like, audio, I'm much more comfortable with. The As soon as I start looking at that little black okay. circle or whatever, yep. totally choke. And I guess I just kind of suck it up. I'm going to give you... Make it till you make I'm, it. I'm going to give you some advice on that. Okay. Okay. You're going to... Just do it. <laughs> do it. It's going to get better as you do it more I, I actually it's funny my my kids were going through some home movies and there was a clip on there of me in a chair doing a video for our photography studio and I was trying to convey the message of how important your memories are because your memories will eventually go away and we are here to help you capture those memories I took like six hours and I couldn't get through it mm-hmm. not I couldn't get through it I actually want to show clips of that because it's so funny my wife and I were laughing I'm like all right, all right, here, I'm, I'm, I'm all, like, stiff and everything. Now it's so easy because I just do it all the time. You right. know what I mean? And I, I don't I don't care if I make a mistake. I may say something and go, like, well, that didn't make sense. Let me do that again. So I'm being real again. Um, so I think once you get past that, then it becomes easy. And the more you do it, it's like anything, you're going to get better at it. So I understand that, but I think that you just need to do it. And you may even want to say, you know what, I'm going to do some, and I might not even post them. Just do them and just get used to it. Don't worry about like nailing it perfectly. Right. Just understand the the, compo- the the things that you want to talk about, talk about them. And then that's it. The other little trick that I would say is if you're doing the video, go through your, your points. If you make a mistake or you want to do a retake on that last part that you did but you don't want to reshoot the whole beginning again, just stand still and start again. Mm-hmm. When you do that, one little tip, and I'd have to show you digitally, but what are you using for editing anything? For uh, video, for video, audio. For video. video. yeah, any iMovie or what do you use? You Premier. got a Dell, so uh, okay, Premiere. Yeah. Okay, so here's a here's a tip: shoot wider on your video, and then what I do is I will make a quick pause if I have to, and then I'll do a quick cut, and then I will zoom in on it quickly. So if you ever watch a commercial, a commercial is a lot of different shots, quick, right? Well, you don't really even realize it. And it's also, actually, it's a psychological thing that your mind has to readjust because I just went from here to here, mm-hmm. right? So what I do... It's a crazy zoomed-in jump cut. <laughs> it is. And it's not a zoom where you slowly zoom. It's a cut. Right. So it's like... And you don't know that it just happened, so it seems seamless. So it's kind of like if I'm talking like this and I'm like... And, and I make a mistake, and you know, I'm like, and you want to do this, and, and, and you want to go over here, and you want to take the bees, and you want to go here, and... And then I stop and I'm like, oh crap, I just okay, messed up. There's bees. And, then, and, and, then, and then, then I would come back in and go, and this is why it's really important. And at that shot, I cut it and then I just do a quick zoom in and maybe slide myself over to the right a little bit. You see what I'm saying? No, totally. I mean, so again, this is a little off topic, but it's a little bit of an editing trick that no one will know 
and it, uh, and it frees you up from thinking that you have to do it from the start right. to the end. And if you mess up in the in the middle, you're like, I got to go back and do the whole thing. And the beginning was really good. Right. And I got to do that again. And now I'm gonna screw up the beginning to get to the middle. Right. You don't have to worry about that. Shoot wide. So when you do zoom in, it's not like you went wide and then you went where you're cutting your head off. Right. Right. So just shoot wider. I've always done that even in photography. We've always shot wider. We crop later. Mm -hmm. As long as you have good lighting and all that stuff, you're gonna do it without it being grainy and all that stuff. Little trick for everyone out there listening for video. That's a, a trick that we use all the time. I think the the too long didn't read version of that is done is better than good, right? Right, and you you'll refine it over time. Whether it's YouTube, whether it's writing emails, right? Everybody always asks us, Scott, like, what do I send in an email? And my response to that is literally anything, <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't have to be this nine paragraph beautiful picture giant HTML email, you're sending a paragraph, like Scott, you said earlier, hey, here's this cool thing about raw honey. And you're done, right? That's the email. Hey, you know, Bo the Bee, who we've been talking about for right. the last two days, did this really crazy thing that I have never seen a bee do it before. Right. Go check out the video that we put up on YouTube. Same thing with a YouTube video or a Facebook post or anything like that. If you're going to be the face of the brand, it's a matter of doing it. And the longer you do it, the more comfortable you're going to be with it. And two years from now, you're going to look back and be like, that video was terrible. Yep. It has 1.8 million views. I'm not sure why people are watching it. Right. Yep. Right. And Scott, like, even with the, with this podcast, you were probably a lot less comfortable behind a microphone 100%. than you are 400 episodes in. And yep. so it's a matter of doing mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. One other trick would be to have somebody there. Mm -hmm. So don't shoot in a vacuum if you can avoid it, if, you, if you're not comfortable with it. Have your wife on the other side of the camera and have a conversation with her about... You know, okay, I mean, what are the benefits of, of this? Right. And it's just, you know, it explains to me like I'm five. Right. And we'll have that conversation. And then it's a conversation. You're not staring down the camera. You're looking and, you know, it, it appears a little more natural. And you're going to forget that it's there. And it's just a conversation between people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. like, okay, so we were looking at the videos on YouTube. Yep. And, you know, 250,000 views, 1.8 million views. There's a part of me that looks at that and says... There's no way I'll ever get to the top of that list mm -hmm. because they've already established themselves mm -hmm. and everything. So, I mean, that's a false way of thinking. Yes, like, yes. It, that, because you know what? You don't need 1.8 million. And it, just because you're not at the top of the list doesn't mean people aren't going to view your videos. Mm -hmm. It just means that you're going to have... Like, if you have if you have one video and it gets 100 views, you got 100 people that seen it, right? Let's say you have 100 of those. Now you've got... Yeah. A thousand, you know, more than a thousand people mm -hmm. that have viewed a video, right? It's just multiple different videos. So the more content you can put out there, the better chance yeah. that you have of one of them going. But one month ago, yeah. sixteen thousand views. Yeah, right. Would you be okay with sixteen thousand <coughs> views? Yes, of course, Definitely. right? And that was done a month ago. Can you click on that? Uh, so we're gonna click on this real quickly, and we're I, I want to see how many subscribers they have. Five hundred twenty-four likes on that video, and thirteen down, uh, you know, or negative, right? How, how many do they have on their channel? Uh, 452,000. So they have 452,000. How many videos do they have? So what I'll do is I'll look at that channel and I'll say, okay, it's it's uh, Susanna Home Remedies. It's the name of the channel. Okay, so it's just someone that decided to come up with these home remedies, right? Again, someone you might even want to reach out to and say, hey, can I do a post for you? See what happens when you drink turmeric. See what happens when you drink horseradish. She's knocking out all your individual ingredients right. for you. And so this would be another person that I would reach out to with the finished product. Yep. And say, look, like you're talking about the benefits of all this stuff. We have it in a, in a consumable format for people. If you're interested in that, let me know and we'll work something out. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's totally it. But and I think for for your brand in general, there's a lot of people in that space that would be willing to say this right. is our brand. And look at because we like Aaron. Three minutes and twenty eight seconds. Four minutes and thirty one seconds. Uh, you know, three days ago, after reading this, you will want to freeze all your and whatever. So you know, three four four thousand views because she has four hundred thousand people that are subscribed. Well, you'd say, well, I'm never going to get to four hundred thousand. Well, not right away, mm -hmm. but you can get to ten thousand, and then. 25,000 so it's just a slow process that over time once you get to that point then how how easy is it going to be for you then to sell product right it's like it's easy and now how's how is how is your competition going to compete with you they're gonna right. have to do exactly what you're doing but you're in it for the long game mm -hmm. you're in it for the brand you're in it for all that stuff so um, I, I would model I would model what you know like some of these videos that are doing well I would model what they're doing and see the format of the videos that mm -hmm. they're doing and, and I would model what they're doing um, no, there's nothing here you can't do, right? Um, so, Chris, I do want to wrap this up. Um, is we could there, go all day. I know we could. We probably will have Aaron <laughs> back on and we'll do an update. And like I said, because he's willing to share his products and his brand, we can do that. Um, so, is there any any last any last things that you want to kind of discuss quick before we wrap up? Or um, For all the listeners, if you get a chance to meet these guys in person, do it. Just do it. They're <laughs> nice. Awesome. They're awesome. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah we're going to stay in touch. Um, and definitely, uh, I want to see what you're doing. And I want to see what's working, what's not working. Because not everything's going to work. Right. We know that. Right? And you're cool with that because it's it's about the long game. Um, but you're off to a really good start. And I think that uh, you're an action taker, so you're going to actually implement. Um, and we're going to get you on video so we can actually get those uh, those those things kind of created, the YouTube channel going. And, uh, and I would love to kind of guide you through that because I think that's... It's a huge component for you. I really do, and that story. So anything else you wanna, wanna leave with, Chris? I think it's it's start where you are is one of the big things out of here. Like, you you know who the cold traffic is, and, and we can do a lot of stuff off Amazon. You know, we, we started talking about what the issue is with the listing on Amazon. I think to kind of go back to that, it, it really is a targeting issue on Amazon. We have to treat Amazon the way that it is. Amazon is a, a cold buyer market, right? So let's take a look at some of the traffic there. Let's really distill it down and see maybe maybe the opportunity on Amazon is not honey cider. Maybe it's natural allergy remedies. Right. right. Maybe it's natural cold remedies. We need to we need to go back and maybe redo some of the keyword research. I think the listing is great. I think your your images are great. Your enhanced brand content is amazing. It is a little story heavy and a little less benefits driven. I, I might play that around, yep. but your story is amazing. And if it's somebody that's in the market, that's gonna resonate. Um, so going going back to the, the initial part of this conversation, I would play around with that and, and really dive into to some of the PPC, pull out the stuff that's not working and, and emphasize the stuff that is. There is some demand there and we can definitely scale that on Amazon. But I think the biggest win for you is gonna be building the brand in general. Yeah. And if you can build the brand in general, then you don't care if they buy from you or if they buy from Amazon. It's right. gonna it's gonna naturally elevate sales both places. But if you start to build that brand, you can force the Amazon thing. And that's one of the reasons we talk about building lists. In terms of everything else, you have a huge opportunity on the back end in health and wellness, in just people who are interested in honey in general, on the beekeeping nerdy side of things, right? Like oh, yeah. that all of all three of those markets I think play really well for you, and it's a matter of nailing down what's gonna work and picking one of those and really scaling that using your YouTube channel, your Instagram channel, your email list, and starting to really resonate with those customers. And then you can point them anywhere you want. Yeah, and it's almost like you can create your YouTube channel too as like the resource for, you know, using playlists and stuff, mm -hmm. which again, down the road, we can get into that. But like, we haven't even touched on beard 
stuff, right? right. Your beard cream, your beard care, uh, tattoo oils, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, with all that stuff, it's a whole nother market. Like a whole nother. Right, we just talked for an hour and a half on the honey On the honey stuff. cider stuff, <laughs> home remedy stuff, right? So there's all that stuff that we can dig into. But again, I think that you're you're on something really good. And I think you're you're uh, you're aligned with the brand. You are real. You know, you're you're willing to share your story, and I think that stuff can be game changing. So I'm excited for you, and uh, we'll definitely check in with you. Thank you all, all right. so much. Was, was this helpful? Very helpful. All very, right, very cool. Helpful. And Thank I apologize much. for everyone listening for this music we got going in the background, but <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm sad the cheering stopped. I know. Yeah, the cheering, the cheering was really good. They were cheering yeah. for. Was Aaron. that helpful? <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, we're gonna check in with you uh, probably in a month or so. We'll awesome. see. We'll see what you're doing. Awesome. All right, man. Cool. All right. So there you go. There is a live hot seat session that you guys got to listen in on. Hopefully you guys are excited about growing your brand just by listening to that. There's so many different opportunities in a lot of different businesses that are either starting or that are maybe, maybe they're already doing sales off of Amazon, but now they're going to bring it on Amazon, or maybe they are going to now start taking their social game to the next level, or maybe start building that email list, or maybe start doing Facebook lives. Like there's a lot of potential in current businesses that they're just not leveraging the platforms or the list building, or just even how they're targeting their customers. All right. So hopefully you can see by us doing a deep dive here for Aaron, you can see how we're discovering this and how we think and how we're working through these different scenarios. So Hopefully you got value from that. Uh, you probably want to go back and listen to that one again. Maybe take some notes. Uh, the episode will have show notes. It'll have also transcripts and you can check those out by visiting theamazingseller.com forward slash 452. Now we do these live sessions in person usually once, maybe twice a year. We do what we call our TAS Breakthrough Live events. We're thinking about doing another one in 2018, and we're not quite sure of the date yet, but if you're interested, you can always register over at theamazingseller.com forward slash live. Get on the early notification list. We generally do these small. We keep them small, usually 25 to 30 people. Uh, at the most would be 40. And then from there, what we do is we generally do 10 to 15 hot seats. Um, if you're interested, like I said, get on that early notification list. We're not even sure of the date as of right now, as the time that I'm recording this, but they generally fill up and they fill up quick. So uh, definitely get on that list. All right. So guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Hopefully again, you got a ton of value. Hopefully you're excited about growing your brand or maybe helping someone else grow theirs and then be a partner in that, or maybe just be a shareholder in that, which I've got a lot of my students doing that right now. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.